we are just winging it, folks. Three we weeks. winged, we wanged, we won. We won. We won. How about we, we won? won? We could we revise won. it. We won. We won. This is there just winging go. it. That's our just new slogan it. right there. We winged, yeah. we wanged, we won. That that I If that's that. not enough to make you stop listening right off the bat, I don't know what will. I don't know why you'd still be listening. People are like, what is this fucking podcast? Like, what the fuck is this? Well, I'll tell you, folks. This is a podcast... For you, wherever you're at right now in life, to listen to a couple of dads figure out stuff. <laughs> how to win, John. Let's not how to let's win. call it spade a spade. It's how to win. How We're to figuring win out at how life. to win. Yeah. How, how to win. How to, how to win. I feel like we know less now than we did, though. Do you ever get that feeling? Like oh when we my talk God. now, I'm Absolutely. like, I feel like we're we're losing our grip. Don't on how to do I, any of this shit. I I think back to our earlier episodes, and I think that we were. We were basically enlightened. We were we were sort of Buddhas uh, of <laughs> of parenting, and we've since just descended into, I don't even know. We're just like old and decrepit and well, we're like senile. the you know storming the beach and saving Private Ryan. We're we're basically on Normandy getting shot at. You know, <laughs> there's definitely there's a trajectory though. It, it's 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 good because it means that we're living life right in the beginning when your kids are super super small and you're trying to figure everything out. There's a sense of Caring. You know, caring, a sense of I'm going to wake up and put pants on today. No, but it's like, you know, you 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 put a lot of effort into hopefully doing like as great a job as you possibly can. And then you realize that that has to happen in conjunction with also just being, you know, alive and like having a functioning household. And so yeah. you become more of a realist. You said and that, now we're at a place where a we're, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just continually setting the bar lower. Like we were mentioning, I was complimenting your shirt and you point out that this is probably from two years ago and, at you least. know, yeah. and, and we were saying how neither of us have bought clothes at all, you know, in probably a year and a half at this point. Aside did I ever from, tell you what happened to my tuxedo? Did you tell me? Oh, wait a minute. No, no. You told me about the, uh, was that a tuxedo that you ordered on Amazon? Yeah. What did I tell that story on this podcast? You I sure don't did. Remember. I was thinking I, yeah, about it the did. other day, just laughing. Okay, like, good. There was nothing yeah. that even triggered it, but I just, I was mentally <laughs> seeing the image of. Yeah, I which, showed you the picture, That's which right. you just showed on camera. So it's yeah. like it's like you know an old newspaper clip, pretty much. <laughs> but it was you holding up the pants. Yeah, that was that goes to show you how little experience I have ordering clothes yeah. since you know. The I mean, and it started. was basically that that isn't there some you know fable or whatever with a with a mouse living in a shoe or something. I don't know. It was basically you living in those pants. You know, they were large yeah. enough that you could establish. They could be uh, a new home. They came with a new tax code. Actually, they're 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 zoned. <laughs> <laughs> they're zoned for plumbing and residential use. Oh it's my god! Great, great pants. Great pants by Bezos. <laughs> great pants by fucking <laughs> the Bezos. Bezos collection. <laughs> the Bezos collection. Can uh, you get over the fact? I can't. The fact that his spaceship was a, an actual penis. <laughs> I, I, I am not ready. I feel like we, as a as a society, are moving on from it because the narrative has rightfully become like just how ridiculous it is that people yeah, at this point yeah. are so wealthy that they're just like financing their own little space trips and not doing anything space meaningful with their penis, money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like it was, I don't, I'm not ready to move on from the fact that it was an actual flying dick. I cannot. I mean... It's just a rocket in its purest form to begin with, isn't it? I mean, it was already this like phallic male. I, I don't know. You know, it already was, but now it has like a cap on the top of it with the for the crew, and they're like, "Oh, it makes more room for the crew members." Uh. I'm like, "Really? Why is there a fucking vast deference coming out of the center <laughs> of it? Like that doesn't make any room for anything." Oh man, it's it's just extraordinarily phallic, inappropriate for yeah. that man's, uh, you know, 
what he's compensating for, I'm sure, with all of this right. shit. Anyway. This, and this may be the last episode because we've now been sued by um, Jeff Bezos and That's will true. not- Amazon um, Web Services. We won't take that to trial. We'll just we'll just shut down the show. <laughs> We're going to roll over. Um, yeah, basically, <laughs> we'll, we'll <laughs> immediately. <laughs> Maybe if he gets um, you a good suit, you know, as a settlement. Um, I don't know how that works, why he'd have to give you something to settle, but- um, that's good legal teams, you know, John. That's that's because I know what I'm doing. We have if I'm best. taking Bezos and his dick Our attorney, ship to court, yeah, he's very good. Yeah, we got Peter from the Midwest on the case. You know, that's that's true. I'm sure he would do it pro bono. Uh, <laughs> can you imagine pro boner? This yeah. is like my cousin Vinny part do part do. <laughs> um, so what, what the hell are we doing? It's a I great mean, movie. Where, hey, welcome where, back. You were just traveling. Yeah. I was just I was traveling. traveling. We took an extra we week off and didn't tell you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we postponed many shows this summer because we're like, eh, whatever. We're fucking traveling. And I can already tell you the next one's definitely not happening in two weeks. Like, that's, no. you know, it'll be a few. Yeah, it'll probably be about <laughs> three. We'll, we'll, we'll try to stick to every three or so. You we'll know. see. Um, well, if, once the kids are back in school again, you know, I'm sure we'll be on a more, more regular schedule. But I got to say, John, uh, this idea of kids being back in school again which was feeling so uh, great and comfortable and like wonderful for th- almost three months at this point is now like once again, scaring me and I f- am done with this shit. Like, I saw, I, I saw so a tweet done. someone shared that um, it was a teacher that tweeted this, but this is the third school year that COVID is affecting mm-hmm. the third fucking school year. I mean, it, just to think of it in those terms, year three is maddening and, you know, just as a, a short PSA, uh, if you're listening to this and not vaccinated, um, get your fucking vaccine. <laughs> get your fucking vaccine. Um, do Unless it for you yourself for some reason. Do it for the world. Um, just do it. You know, that's it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it is scary, and it's unfortunate because <laughs> once again, I feel like we're going through this emotional roller coaster this summer. Where even last summer, we remember how hopeful we felt last summer. Yeah, um, we didn't have enough reason to really to be hopeful, aside from the fact that it was sunny and we could go outdoors more last summer. Whereas but now, cases were going down. They and were. It was nice out, and we were like, yeah. and at that point, we had been in lockdown. Lockdown. That's right. That's right. So we needed to get outside a little bit. We and did. That, those those furtive early days on the beach, double masked. <laughs> You know, I look back at that and I'm like, man, if only we knew then the shit that was coming, because uh, it it really feels like, you know, we didn't because we had another period now when when our trip was happening just a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that felt like that again to me where I was like, we are safe. Like we are flying. We're going to Disney World. Things are great. You know, like we can we can wear masks if the kids need to wear masks. That's okay. That you know they'll get the vaccine, but like we're not in this state of panic. And now, like with this Delta variant, it feels like we're in a state of panic again, or or that the panic is coming for us. And like, there's nothing else that we can do because we've been vaccinated, we've been right. taking precautions, we've been doing everything right. But the an amount of people in the country who are not getting vaccinated is allowing it to mutate, and it's it's just uh extraordinarily distressing and it and, spreads easier among kids now which is which is great yeah i, I mean yeah the, the numbers isn't it like a thousand times more like virus load that you carry now or something uh with delta uh, i so hope that's not it's, it, it honestly is up to is it's it really up to, up to a thousand times oh my more. god um uh, i mean you know someone correct me um doug please the, doug the physicist slash physician maybe we haven't heard from him in a while <laughs> 
That's true. I'm seeing um, him in a couple. I was just texting with him. We're going to so go to the beach I hope with he'll them. Correct this. Oh, good. In a few days, uh, and we'll see how many masks we wear at the beach. I don't know. You know. I mean, yeah, this is it. Like, I, I hear, I feel what you're saying too, in terms of um, not wanting to squander this, this really, you know, wonderful summer that we have, because we do still have it. I mean, the Delta is, I guess, at this point, you would say raging, um, and they're saying actually it will peak in like mid August, so it is very possible that it'll die down again. Apparently, it's a pretty quick one overall, but. I think that it is cementing in our minds the new future that we have before us, right? Because Delta is, of course, just one of many mutations that will come. And and that does suck. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how uh, medicine keeps up with this and, and whether vaccine boosters um, can help us at least, like, stay relatively safe and all that. But anyway, we're not here to talk science because we don't know what the hell we're talking about. Um, <laughs> That's true. We're just here to talk about how we can maybe still enjoy this summer. <laughs> how about yeah, that? Yeah, and, and how it's and how it's going, you know, so far because we've only had a couple of episodes so far this summer. We, you know, we got some catching up to do. You just got back from an epic trip. Uh, we had a trip earlier. We're trying to look at what's going on for the rest of August. You know, as we record this, it's the first week of August. Yes, and looking at opportunities for like what we can still do out there. You know, I have a, uh, a reunion, an annual reunion with high school friends coming oh, you're up this doing weekend. It. All right. Yeah, you remember this? And last uh, year, how we can couldn't I forget? Do it, What's it, it called? Was a big deal. The Big Chill. The Big Chill. That's right. The Big yeah. Chill. Yeah. Thank you for remembering. Um, and you know, we've been doing it every year for like eleven or twelve years at this point, but we had to miss a year because of COVID last year, and it sucked. And so when we were putting this year's together, which again is this weekend, you know, uh, we were like, it was such a celebratory mood of like, we can do it now. We're all vaccinated. We're all totally. fine and now. Like at, at every day that goes by getting closer to, you know, what's a little bit more freaky because our kids are all going to be there together and shit too. And like, it is just a complicated time. But anyway, I'm going to shut up and ask well, you. Well, I hope the big chill is indeed a big chill and not a big super spreader. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. It won't be. It won't be. I'm, I mean, super spreader. Because you're all, you know, it's all going to be vaccinated people, I'm sure. And I mean, aside from kids, which is tough, but um, yeah, I mean, what can you do? So that's what we should get into, though. It's like, yeah, you know, talking. I want to hear about your vacation as well. We haven't had a chance to talk about this, but, uh, you know, I think we're both in this situation now where we've experienced a vacation after not having one for a long time. Mm -hmm. And we're also thinking about more vacation during the summer, right? While we can get it in before the school year. So that's the topic. And, 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 and I'd love to get into it with you. Um, so I guess, yeah, we should start just by like talking about our vacation. Cause that's, I'm sure what everyone wants to hear about. Um, <laughs> they're dying to know what these epic vacations were. All How did about. it go? Yeah. You Yours was first in time. So I feel like, so we start I, there. Yeah, I take primacy. Uh, so we went to Florida which was another thing that we do. We, we typically go at least twice a year, sometimes yeah. once a year, um, just because my family has a place down there that we go to. And, you know, because of COVID, we'd missed it. So this was a long time coming. You know, we'd set it up as this, you know, thing we were dangling in front of the kids for all the times so they had to still wear masks, all the, you know, being like, just trust me, like, we're going to get through this. And we're going to go to Florida <laughs> and it's going to be a real vacation. And I feel fortunate because it definitely felt like one, yeah. you know? It felt like an actual old school vacation, even though we had masks and all these things. It felt and like it you know we were relaxed, typical green um, fashion, right? Epic proportions. Yeah, starting yeah, with was... the limo picking you up. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah. So the limo thing was when when I was a kid, my my dad would do this thing where he would you know have us fly out of LaGuardia or JFK super early in the morning at like three a.m. and have a stretch limousine pick us up, <laughs> and you know as soon as I was no longer a child, that stopped. You know. 
But my sister and I would always talk about like, remember we, we had like those three trips where we had this limousine and I remember we watched Little Mermaid on VHS <laughs> in the backseat and like there was sparkling water and it was just like so luxurious. And so as part of like, you know, partly for myself to dangle something in front of me leading up to this trip, I was like, we're going to, I'm going to figure out like how you do that and we're going <laughs> to, we're going to do it. Um, Cause the plane flights were really cheap. We bought these tickets forever ago and we had some, you know, wiggle room left in the budget. Yeah. Uh, turns out it wasn't enough wiggle room to get an actual stretch limousine. I was going to say, what's even involved? Is it still like <laughs> these old school limo companies that you have to talk to or, or is there some, you know, modern limo share thing going on or what? Oh no, it's the old school. Like there's a receptionist. That's awesome. You know, they, they all have like funky accents, you know, it's, it's very old school. And I know about their accents well, because I called about a million of them. I, I, I kept telling them the stories. Like when I was a child, you know, my dad got us a stretch limousine. Um, and they're just and like, they were like, all right, sir, when do you need a limo? You know, they're like, cut the chase. No, they, these people love to talk, John. Let me tell you, these people <laughs> fucking lo- love to talk. That's the one thing. Um, probably because they don't have very much business. Uh, but they were all, but they were all varying degrees of, no, you can't get a stretch limousine to the airport anymore. Um, and they, they, nobody even told me why, you know, so I, I would keep, I would keep calling and, and, you know, I had promised like everybody at this point that we were going to get the stretch limited. Finally, I found the company that my dad had used when we wow. were kids, which I, it took me like a month to actually just ask him about, you know, I was like, where the, where the fuck did this limo come from? And, and it's so I called this driver. company up. It's the same guy. He's, he's still like, sitting in the same car. He's in retirement, but he's back for one more job. Yeah. <laughs> he's Danny Glover in Lethal Weapon is actually what he is. <laughs> and, uh. And I was like, why can't I get a stretch limo to the airport? And they were like, you have to trust us when we tell you that you can't afford it. <laughs> I was like, what? They're like, why we rent limos out by the hour for proms, you know. Yeah. But we don't do, you know, to get into New York City and back, we'd have to get the limo from New York first, which you'd also pay oh. for, and get it back to New York. And the per mile rate, we don't even calculate. We do it by the minute. And so you'd be paying for basically like six hours of traveling for this limousine, <laughs> and it would be like a $25,000 limo trip. Oh, my God. So I was like, okay, you could let's just buy not do that. a limo, a used limo. I did look into that. And that, that <laughs> I was like looking up limos on eBay. I was like, how much does this cost to insure? Um, so that didn't happen, but we did get an Escalade. We got a pretty, a pretty sweet ass. All right. SUV all right. with nice seats in it. And I got so the I, you know, like set up. Uber. Uber <laughs> it was just somebody's Uber. Yeah. I set up uh, Raya and the Last Dragon on my iPad in the back so the kids could have the movie experience, which they were yeah. very excited about. Um, and uh, yeah, it came and got us at 3.30 in the morning to go to uh, the JFK to fly out. And I have to say, I was absolutely overwhelmed for real at the airport because mm. I don't know what the hell was going on. But it was the most crowded I have ever seen an airport in oh my, my life. God. And, and I have been, flown out yeah. of Asia and Africa and all these, you know, places with crazy airports. Oh, that's horrible. To to arrive ever. to that must have just been so overwhelming. It was. And, you know, the line outside the terminal was so long. And I was, for one thing, I, I never really know what the hell people are doing when they do that. Like, you're <laughs> dropping off your baggage on the sidewalk. Like, I, yeah. I, I never really understood. Just like check in on the app, right? I don't right. really get that. Right, right. Um, but the line, like we couldn't get into the building cause that line was so long. And I was like, uh, fuck. We go into the big revolving door, which is going, and I'm not even joking. It's going caution, caution, caution. <laughs> like, why is the door talking to us? And people are stuck in the door because it's broken. The main entrance at JFK terminal four or whatever, it was broken. So people are like jammed in like the rotating thing and they're like banging on it. And I'm like, oh my God, oh this my trip God. is going to be intense. It's like a post-apocalyptic scene at the airport 
It is. It's once again Normandy and same yes. right. So like this guy behind me is is like, let's just go for it. And I'm like, what? And then all of a sudden, all of us are pushing the fucking door together, like heaving this thing, and it's and going crushing warning, people. Warning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, this is so stressful. Finally, it kind of moved a little bit. We get in the building, and there's no discernible line. And by that, I mean there is no discernible line to do anything. It's just a block of humans, like thousands and thousands of humans, which, of course, is great for, you know, COVID anxiety and people who haven't been seeing anybody this entire time. And the kids are, like, so out of it. They were loving it, though. I got to say, they were having right, a good time. that's fair. I mean, yeah, because the whole thing is still so novel to them. It's I mean, such an times? adventure, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we did make it, we were fine. We made the flight, but it was, it was such a shock to go from, you know, I mean, being sitting here in my fucking, you know, sweatpants every day to being like out in front of that many people. Oh yeah. Trying to get somewhere, trying to like navigate logistics. The actual trip though, you know, we, we got there, uh, the flight was, was great. It was Henry's first ever plane flight and he loved it. I, and I actually got a video of him like taking off for the first time thinking it was going to be this big deal. And he's just like, I'll send you afterwards the picture. He's got like his hat on, he's got his headphones on, he's got his switch out and he's literally like chewing bubble gum, like popping bubbles of his bubble gum. I'm like, he was born <laughs> for air travel. So That's he and awesome. Jude, and this is the first one that Jude so can like cute. remember because he was so little, you know, yeah. when he yeah, flew yeah, yeah. past. So they, they just like loved the flights. And uh, the actual trip was was really good. And I can I'll skip and turn it over to you for your travel logistics a little bit, and we'll come back. The, but I'll say that the main you know crux of the trip was we were there to celebrate, you know, quote unquote the end of COVID, which of course isn't real. Um, <laughs> but also it was our ninth wedding anniversary, so we celebrated that, and we went to Disney World and Universal Studios, and uh, and did a lot of nice family stuff together. My parents had flown down early, so mm-hmm. we went and met them there. My sister flew with us, so it was a nice little family trip. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, But how, how, tell me about your travel experience. You were driving for this thing? Yeah, so we... Um, uh, where was I going to start with this? I mean, we. I was thinking back to when we last traveled, right? And, and um, as a family, Bethany and I went away over the course of the pandemic just, you know, a couple of months ago for our 10 year anniversary, which yeah. was great 10 year wedding anniversary. Um, but beyond that, we hadn't done any vacations and we hadn't done any at all with as a family. Right. So this was a big deal for us. So what we had arranged, actually, a friend of ours, good family friends um, had gotten an Airbnb on a lake up in New Hampshire. And it was just this like beautiful, you know, picturesque spot. Um, where you basically, it's like you're camping, but you still have like a house, you know, it was no, no, um, heat, um, but no heat, no heat, but we didn't need that obviously during the summer. Um, although it did get actually pretty chilly and it was like a cabiny kind of feel. Um, and we were just so excited just to get away, right. For a scene change. Oh yeah. Um, but to be able to do it, you know, in this environment was really, um, exciting to us because we hadn't done a more sort of naturey. we thought about camping and hadn't done that in a while we, you know you have to buy all the stuff and it's a it's a commitment and a lot of people are doing it so um finding campgrounds and all that uh it's just we didn't have our shit together enough to do it so when this opportunity came up we were like yes this sounds amazing um and just the drive alone which you know having a kid who typically pukes during long rides makes that a little bit more stressful <laughs> right the ticking um, time bomb and i should say what i meant to say earlier is you know the last trip we took was february right before the pandemic i literally remember on the trip at the hotel reading an article about covid you know and how it was taking off in china and being like oh yeah i'm glad you know i'm glad it's not here um very badly right now 
I remember um, those days too. Right. That, that feeling of like, whew, man, we dodged a bullet with that one. But there was a bit of foreshadowing during that trip because we spent that trip. Um, it was in Portland, Maine, that, that particular trip. Oh, right. I remember that trip. We spent much of it puking. Um, I don't know to what extent we shared that in this, uh, in this uh, episode or that episode, but we we discovered that the pool was the source because we would immediately after using the pool, you know, we'd we'd all throw up. And Bethany didn't go in the pool because she because it looked a little right, off to her, right. the, you know. Um, and so we would. Wait, puke. it looked off. To, uh, what, what what did this pool? It was look cloudy. Like? It was cloudy, but like whatever. That's right. Enough... I remember this cloudy pool. Yeah, yeah that's, there's yeah, there's you usually should, enough... you should not have gone in there. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's clear. This is why I recently, when I talked to you about finding a place near you, when we visit you, I specified an outdoor pool pool. because there's indoor pools. We're still just not ready for them, you know? Um, so that was that trip and, and we'd immediately get better by the next day, you know, and we'd Mm -hmm. go out and eat and stuff. And, you know, my philosophy always with puking is just that you, uh, you go all in and when you're ready to start eating full meals again, you just do it right forget about this, like easing your way back in with toast or whatever. Um, you're either going to puke or you're not. So let's, you know, it's just a roll of the dice. Yeah, that's, that's terrible advice, um, John. It's terrible advice. If, if people but, listening to this should not yeah. be listening so we, to that. So we would have like burgers and shakes and whatever. Um, and then we'd use the pool again and then puke it up again. So that was, you know, that was that trip. So needless to say, it's, it had been a long time. We were excited for this trip. We drove up and I have to say I underestimated how important it was to all of us just to go away together as a family um you know the kids were just like so excited you know they knew about the trip well in advance and they were just always asking about when it was going to be and getting out of the house and everything they just like you know wanted to leave and 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 constantly were asking when can we leave when can we leave and so the the journey up there was puke free um in fact zero puke the whole trip was puke free. Yes, that's amazing. Um, I was actually suffering a li- from a little like a uh, head cold thing going on that turned into a bit of a stomach thing. No puke though. The puke um, was it? Was it? Were you dry heaving a little bit? Or was there no puke on the? There <laughs> no, was no puke on the menu. Zero puke. Yes. Wow. That's this that's is how we now rate our trips. Um, yeah. But going up into the New Hampshire mountains, you know, and just as you drive up um, ninety three for anyone who's done it, um, it's just I, I forget how. The, the scale of it, you know, and I know these mountains probably are nothing compared to some areas of the country still, but it was just gorgeous and we had perfect weather and it just set the scene for us to like have that drive, that journey to get there, unplug and be together um, and, and, and to be together with our friends as well, which was a key part of that I wanted to share in terms of um, how to vacation well with young kids because, you know, I'm sure you can relate um, having the ratio of adults, not just be me and Bethany, right? There were three other adults mm-hmm. there, um, is a game changer because, you know, the kids were just so excited to be with other people too. And they were, they wanted to, you know, it's basically like another set of grandparents and an uncle. Um, and they were just so excited to have that time together and were talking their ear off, um, to the point where we could sort of like, you know, chill a little bit, um, even go out to dinner one night, just the two of us, Bethany and I. So that was an element of vacation that I thought, oh yeah, that's like, that's a way to do it. You know, there's times where it's great to just go as a family unit too. Um, but you know, it's a lot of work going on a vacation with little kids and, and being the prime, um, the guardian. So, so that was kind of a nice thing. And, um, I'll pause there. Cause I know we're doing this, you know, uh, what are we passing a relay back or something? <laughs> yeah, the baton. It's this is our <laughs> Olympics episode, actually. Uh, we're we're just keeping the the suspension that we're 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 uh, the what's the word I'm trying to think of? Not suspension. We're uh, yeah, not driving suspense. a car. 
suspense. suspense. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That would that would do. The d- dramatic tension. That's right. Is what we're doing. Yeah. No, th- that is definitely the way to do it, and that's part of why having my parents and my sister there was so yeah. key. Honestly, just the fact that we were able to sleep in a little bit. Yeah. And by sleep in, I mean it was still like eight o'clock because the kids would you know <laughs> break huge. in and yeah. want to go in the pool. But even yeah. that little bit of wiggle room in the morning was hugely, hugely useful. You know, because the kids would sleep with with my parents, and because they have a huge bed, mm. um, and so like you know we would get a couple hours at night where it was just you know me and Micah if we wanted to do a date, or you know it was with the three of us with my sister we could play games, you know. Um, and that's then, amazing like, that they slept in your parents' bed like that. Your parents were okay with that. Yeah, my parents. Like, did your parents that. actually lucky. sleep? They, they did. Yeah, the kids the kids sleep well. You know, but okay, the, yeah, you need to have yeah. enough real estate, especially for Henry, because he sleeps. How big is like, this bed? You know, it's like two yeah, king it's like beds. A California king or something. It's yeah, like yeah, fucking yeah. colossal. Right. Um, it's it's it, not as big as my pants, the, the Bezos pants, <laughs> but it's it's almost as big. Um, so, uh, yeah. So having coverage with the kids was great. But I, I was also struck by how some experiences, though, where we were still, you know, the sole caretakers or, or yeah, close to yeah. it are still like just so intense. And especially during covid and no more so than at the the amusement parks. Yeah, I want to hear about this. Which honestly, you went to a few, right? We did. We went to to Universal and we went to to the Magic Kingdom. But these are and like I, the big ones that I imagine are very on top of the protocol and and creating safe space. They were, and they did a great job with it. Um, and COVID wasn't a problem. The heat was the issue. Honestly. Ah, okay. But it was one of those things where the last time, so the last time we had done this. Jude was like two, I think. Okay. If if that, he might have been one and a half. Um. So he, it was, and Henry wasn't here yet. So so it was hard then because we had like a crying baby. But it was you know a little bit more manageable this time though. Like having both of them and having to like maintain their like because it's just like such a production to like get there and do all this stuff oh, and yeah. like be okay in the hot fucking sun the whole time and it's so stimulating masks right on. i mean that's why you're there but it's also right there's so, so much, much going on yeah uh it, i was just like aware aware of that and aware of how much effort that i was putting in and micah was putting in and, and claire my sister was putting in too right right to like keeping them okay during mm. this mm. which sounds ridiculous and maybe we were being like overly protective or, or something but but they were really really truly hot like they were really sweating we were hydrating them constantly making sure they had a lot of sunscreen on but it was like you know you're outdoors for 12 hours in 100 degrees like that's Ugh, it's that's brutal. really really fucking intense right yeah and um so that was that was a lot but we ended up having a very different park experience because the our choices about what to do and where to go were really kind of dictated by the heat. Yeah. So we did a lot of things that we haven't done in the past. And one of them was, you know, a, a major reason we went to Universal in the first place was the Harry Potter stuff because the kids mm. love it, right? Oh, that's great. Um, yes, of course, right. And so a lot of that is indoors. That's like a, a recent lot of that thing is... that they got into, right, over the last year? It, yeah, we had, yeah, a big COVID activity for us has been reading the novels together. It's something that Micah's really historically been into. And, you know, so much of the stuff we do is like my weird passions. So this was something Micah could really you I know, love introduce it. them yeah. to. Finally, Micah got some time. <laughs> she got some fucking time. Yeah. So that was great. Um, and a lot of that was, you know, for example, Diagon Alley is like, you know, covered with railroad tresses and stuff you can hide under so like you know and we got to take the the hogwarts express train so there was a lot of chances to like be out of the sun which was great mm-hmm. and what was so cool about have you been there i haven't the i haven't Harry been Potter to world? any of the theme parks in florida at all okay none 
Okay. Because we reached the point where we're like, we might as well just wait now to take the kids. Like we've right. never been ourselves, you know, so we'll go with the kids at some point. Right, right. Which is which is wise. And, yeah. And you want to time it out so that they're old enough to like get something out of it. Totally. Well, and now obviously, yeah, timing things. Yeah. Um, but the uh, what's so cool about the Harry Potter world stuff is if you get a wand, which of course is like forty five thousand dollars. Um, you can, you can go around, it's like 50 bucks. You can go around and there are interactive stations all over the park where if you do, if you like face a certain direction and do a certain movement with it and say a command, it will cause something like magical to happen. Oh, that's so cool. It's so cool. And so the kids loved that. And that was also, again, like, you know, we were able to like walk around and be under things that were out what of the What a sun. great thing. Yeah. Because you could just do it at your own pace. You don't have exactly, to just wait in yeah. line all the time to do we it. Don't wait in lines. We don't have to just be kind of like baking out there. And and so they, you know, a lot of what we did that day was them just like walking around and like looking on their map for like spots where something can happen and then practicing spells together and like making knights reassemble themselves, things <laughs> like that. You know, it was super cool. I bet. So they love that. Um, and uh, but it was it was just uh, I'm, I'm just I, I really, truly feel and Micah will back me up on this because we've talked about it. I think we're both still recovering a little bit from how much energy we expended at the parks with the kids. It was yeah, like it was a I lot. I see that. Um, yeah. But, you know, but it's it's OK. I, I, I'm really glad we did it. Uh, and it was it was memorable and it was fun. And it was exactly what you're talking about, which is a chance to not be here doing the same four things over and over again yes. and getting out of our comfort zone. And part of why we travel in the first place is to adapt as a family, right? This is something that I've talked about a shitload on this podcast in the yeah. past. You know, there is something to be said for things not being perfect and having to like adjust and adapt to them and, and find ways to have fun together and, and think outside the box a little bit. So, you know, the fact that the trip was a little crazy and that it was a little hot and that we did have masks on and it was fucking stifling, it meant that we just had to be a little bit, you know, inventive with how we used our time there. And for for the, you know, vast majority of it, it was absolutely great. I will say one more thing. At uh, the first park that we went to at Universal, my parents joined us for that. Yeah. And they were also like overheating, especially my dad. He was like getting lightheaded. And I was oh, like, no. oh, my God, I, I can't take care of them, too. <laughs> there was like all this fucking pressure. And because of because of like, you know, my just general anxiety level is so messed up because of COVID and everything. Like, you know, I, I kept being like, oh, my God, everybody's going to get a heat stroke at the same time. You know, it was just oh, it was a lot. But it, it is, was worth it. And yeah, it was great. Pro- another topic for a future show, but we're right at that point where uh, we're taking care of our kids and our parents are starting to get older. I mean, obviously, they have time before they truly need to be like taken <laughs> care of. But like, yeah. you and know. also, to be fair, they didn't actually need me to do anything. Like, they were right, fine. Right, but, right, but, right, but right, right. But as I was seeing my dad like having to go take a rest somewhere, I was like, oh my God, like, there's just, yeah, there's just yeah. a lot of variables. There's a lot of Ideally, things. Ideally, all care this of. timing works out so that our kids, they get older, right? They can take care of themselves, college yep. beyond, and then yep. our parents need us again. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. If um, everybody can just wait on that yeah, a little bit. Exactly. Stagger it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the the change of scenery, you know, I really just underestimated um, how much we needed a change of space because, man, yeah. you know, there's first of all, we typically do go on a couple of vacations a year. So that is something we haven't had. But of course, we've all just had so much more time at home, um, yeah. which has resulted in just so much more laundry and dishes and upkeep and like exactly. stuff that is just weighing on you all the time, right? And, and then work, of course, too. And so I just felt so grateful to be somewhere else with them to be you know i just felt happier like i felt more present with them 
right? I didn't have to be thinking about, okay, if I do this, then I'm going to have to clean it all up after, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> I didn't have to think about plans that we were making or all the other stuff that goes along with just everyday life. Um, and it is such a gift. Uh, so in that sense, not going on vacation for a while, I think has made us just appreciate it more. Um, and then again, layered into that was particularly just the joy of being in nature and not doing a whole, like being okay with just hanging out at a lake where, you know, maybe we'll go out on our canoe ride. Maybe we'll just kind of relax and read for a little while. Um, the big thing that we did do one day as our kind of day trip was go to Storyland, which is an amusement park. So we did have um, an amusement park experience. Have you been to that park before? Yeah, I've actually been talking about Storyland quite a bit. I think you were there the same time that Greg of Greg and Meg was there. Yeah. Because um, this was last week, right? Um, yes, that was last yeah. week. <laughs> so you were there, you were there um, possibly on the same day That's he was. Hilarious. We were talking about it. But uh, I was mentioning to Greg that we have been there, but we had broken into it. And didn't realize it. It was actually closed technically. Yeah, yeah. And we're and there's like a little like there's a hotel part of it, isn't there? There's like a uh, there's like rooms. I think there might be. Yeah. Well, that's the part that we like broke into, and we that's were like where walking Cinderella in the hallways. lives, actually. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. I was like, I think we need to come back during business hours, but we never have. There are know? also signs as you go in, and I, at first I thought these were like jokes, you know, like haha. But there are signs um, warning of all the animals that you might see that are just like out in the wild, like bears and raccoons and other animals yes. that are that are known to go go into the park. You know, so you can just imagine your kids running up to like a fucking bear, thinking it's one of the amusements um, <laughs> at the park, and it's actually a real bear that's about to maul them. Welcome to New Hampshire. Live Welcome free to or New die. Hampshire. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like they don't even bother to try. They're just like, listen, people, if you're coming in, you're taking liability for the fact that there right. might be wild bears here. Give your kids some guns. Yes. Point them in the right direction. That's but all man, the, the drive to Storyland from where we were staying was like an hour, which was more than we thought it was going to be. So we were like, you know, this is where the adaptive stuff, like you say, comes in because mm -hmm. we were like, oh, should we really still go? It's an hour from where we're staying and then it's an hour back. And it, it just adds more to the day that we weren't expecting, which I know isn't a ton. But, you know, we had already driven um, quite a while to get there, you know, right, it was like right. nearly three hours. So. So we we ended up doing that and the drive to get there was just amazing, like mind blowing going through um, the White Mountains and this area that I definitely want to go back to where you can do trails and some of it is actually on the Appalachian Trail. Um, mm -hmm. And it was just, you know, again, just the drive through it was so wonderful. Um, the journey part of it, you know, which you always yeah. want to be right. You have this fantasy of what a vacation journeys could be or should be with your kids but of course so often it's like just complaining and hungry and all that right. um so i think there's a lot to what you're saying in terms of adapting and, and it being you know kind of uh putting yourself in situations that you're not necessarily always comfortable with but in ways that i've noticed myself as i get older be more okay with be more comfortable mm -hmm. with you know like like going longer without eating <laughs> it's a basic thing but i just get so grumpy and i'm sure i still do um but i you know like if I'm going to teach my kids to be more patient and adaptive than, than I have to be. Um, and so anyway, going back to the amusement park, our experience overall, thankfully the heat was not an issue. Um, it was really just, uh, you're about to laugh around something. Well, I'm, I'm laughing. Cause I'm just thinking like, you do get hangry. That's, that's oh one, my God. Uh, that's something that I know about you. You can visibly been, see. Yeah. <laughs> because we always record at lunchtime and I can tell how it's going to go by whether or not you've eaten. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Um, but, yeah, but, but go, go on. I do, I do. I live, I live to eat. 
Um, we've talked about that too. You must have such a great metabolism. Two kinds you know? of people. I guess I, because you really do eat like a sense. fucking, you eat like that bear like in New Hampshire. Boar. Yeah, you, yeah. You go crazy. You I know? do. <laughs> you don't want to see the, the table afterwards. Forget about the kids, you know, <laughs> there's claw marks. You can tell where dad ate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the amusement park, you know, I was a little bit, um, bracing for what that might be, but knowing that it was in New Hampshire, you know, that Storyland is a park that's pretty spread out. Um, Mm -hmm. And you've got this like section that's been there since the 1800s or some crazy ass. I don't even know when it actually started, but it's very old. Um, And it was nice revisiting some parts that previously made Grace cry last time we went um, because they were terrifying. The vegetables, the animal, animatronic. (laughs) Um, And now she she went and and sort of laughed at them and and it was fun. Did did you say animatronic? Animatronic? That's what I meant Yeah, animatronic. Yeah. Yeah. But I like animatronic. 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 It's like a new uh, startup or something. Yeah. Um, so I had a good experience. That said, we were thinking about planning another trip. Um, tentatively, we had one. I think we've talked on this show about Sesame Place, uh, a Sesame theme right. park um, in Pennsylvania that we've gone to in the past. And You guys and, uh, fucking love that place. I mean, I wouldn't say I love it, but definitely. Yo, you, you fucking know, love Sesame Place. The family place. as a whole loves it. It's become like a family thing now with Bethany's yeah. side. And I totally get it. Like, there's a lot to like about it, um, especially if you're a Sesame Street fan. But, you know, how many times can you do it? Um, (laughs) But it had been a few years. Luke's not really experienced it. He was a baby last time we went. So I thought it would be kind of fun and Grace would enjoy it more. However, even just in the last couple of weeks, as you say, um, things are are getting worse again. And, you know, it's 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 off putting when you go (laughs) you go to a website for an amusement park and there's nothing about any special protocol they're taking anymore or, you know, Mm. they're not doing anything um, and then reading reviews of people who have miserable experiences, um, you know, that pretty much settled it for me that we're not going there. We're probably going to get sued by Sesame Place as well, but that's okay. We've already <laughs> and closed. Amazon. Yeah. We'll be fine. Um, if, hey, I mean, we've already got Bezos on it, so why don't you get in line, Sesame? Um, big bird. So, <laughs> so I think we're going to revisit that one, but I'm glad you were able to get yours in, you know, uh, in time. And, and I don't know, maybe, maybe I'm overestimating how things are going to go, but, um, I think we'll go for another vacation next. Maybe we should segue to that as our closing topic here. Just like where, what do we do next? Right. And, and I think I'm looking for another kind of more quiet thing. Um, just cause I feel like then it's a safer bet knowing that things are getting worse, but I don't know. What are you thinking? Yeah. Uh, honestly for us now, it's more a matter of what, I mean, we have so many plans at this point because, mm. you know, like we mentioned on previous episodes, everybody kind of came out of the woodwork at the same time because of, you know, things being better. So now a lot of it is like, you know, reevaluating those to see how safe those are going to be. I mean, even things like, you know, we have friends visiting to stay over for the weekend from New York city and in, in like, in like nine days. And I'm thinking like, do we all get tests again now? It's just, it, there's a lot of like, of having to remember yes. what it was like last time when we finally started seeing people in the late summer when things were safer and like what we had, a, the checklist that we had to go through, which of course is crazy because we're vaccinated, but that's where we are right now. Yeah. So, so in in terms of like where we, where we are with traveling and with plans, yeah, it's it, at this point most of it's going to be sticking around here, but hosting people and and you know hopefully you yes and trying to figure out like what's what's safe about that you know Jude's birthday party is coming up like how how are we going to do that? Yep. Um, it's just a, it's it's a complicated time, but I I do think that you know I would like to do a trip where we go to like a motel, like we used to go sometimes and yeah. just don't do laundry. I have to say, I, Ugh, I am yes. still blown away 
blown away by the amount of dishes and laundry that we do every week. It's just, I'm like not used to it Mm -hmm. for some reason. It feels like so extreme. The fact that like every single night we have a solid hour after the kids go to bed of just trying to like get our house back together for the next day. It is, it is really, really exhausting. It is. So I like this idea of going somewhere, you know, cause when we were in Florida, you know, it was still our family's house. So, you know, we were still doing a lot of uh, chores yes, of for course. it. Yeah. It'd be nice to go somewhere and just like be fucking gross. <laughs> it's like <laughs> not even, not even pretend to be, you know, have to clean up afterwards, but you know, it is what it is. I mean, last night, Henry helped me cook dinner and he made such a mess with his like chopping and his spice explosions and things and you know it took us forever to clean it up last night but like every time i was wiping i was smiling because i was remembering what happened so you know yeah trying to balance it out a little bit with a gratitude that we have so much laundry to do and so many dishes to to do but yeah in terms of trips to take personally speaking i think it'd be nice to just do a nice little motel night and just you know be super lazy what about you guys yeah, I think similarly, you know, this was also this this New Hampshire one was actually my first Airbnb experience, believe it or not. Ever? Um, really? Yeah, I don't know. We just wow. we hadn't ever booked one. You know, sometimes we're using points to, to go book hotels in the past. Yeah, you're, you're a and there is flyer. always Yeah, yeah, there is always a part of me, too, that um, feels a little weird, like in terms of the I don't know, you just people are weird and like. It it's so easy these days for uh, for people to just put like cameras up or like do weird shit that there's no regulation about. I just need to get over that because I mean, obviously, they, people could do that in a hotel as well. Um, I don't know if you ever read the New Yorker article where this guy spent like years at a motel um, just watching people. He installed like yeah. A thing. There's a documentary about that too. Oh, is there? I'm not surprised. <clears throat> it's great. It's an yeah. incredible story. It's based um, on the article that was there. Yeah, about. yeah, yeah. So he installed. You know, he could see through the their vents basically, and and uh, was able to watch them in diary everything. And it's fascinating for but like also, 40 years, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a long ass time. Creepy as hell. But anyway, um, yeah. I, the other hopefully thing. Hopefully that's not going to happen. <laughs> hopefully that's <laughs> not going to happen. That's a worst case scenario. Exactly. I think swimming is a big thing for us. Although I wanted to mention that you know we talk so much about COVID and 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 you see often it's referenced in like New York Times and such about you know how we think about kids' safety with COVID and the reality is that they're more likely um, to be harmed or, or killed by things like being in a car or in a pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and this this came this uh, this point was made pretty clearly to me and everyone's fine and I'm fine but. Um, Luke, you know, we go to my mom's pool. She has, she lives at a condo and, um, twice in the same day, Luke, he just like, he, he has a floaty thing and I turned right. around and the thing like had, you know, he'd gotten out of it and he was just like hopping up to keep himself up. He was in the shallow oh one so God. he could still barely, uh, hover above, but I had to pull him out. And then it happened again where he was like going near the ladder in the deep end. And of course, as soon as I saw him over there, I went over to stand near him. But I looked up for a second and I looked back down and he's literally just like free falling down, just sinking. Oh, my God. Are you serious? And, and it's this. Yes. And it happened ex- like in, he wasn't even it wasn't even for a second, probably. Right. Because it's slow motion when in those moments. But to look down at your child just just sinking oh is um, is crazy. And so I, I obviously just reached my hand in and pulled him up. And thankfully, he was like weirdly. um he was in shock. His eyes were like, you know, open and he had that shocked kind of thing when you, when you suddenly go underwater, but he was not upset after really. He just, mm-hmm. he just, I think it clicked like, Oh yeah, that'll happen. He probably will do it again. Um, but it was this reminder, uh, and maybe another PSA in this episode to just, you know, be 
while we're focused on COVID and the dangers there with our kids, remember that there are many things that are uh, very likely, statistically speaking, more dangerous that we should still um, also be mindful of. Way more uh, dangerous. Yeah. You know, you're and, most likely to die, you know, in your own house. And uh, and so <laughs> there's... <laughs> what yes. I'm saying is be ner- be nervous about everything. That's just, the way to do it. Just always be nervous. You know? Just always we, be terrified. He was fine. And that's just, you know, that's uh, like a, in, in some sense, okay. I almost he feel like... He kept his mouth shut? He did actually. He, yeah, he even good, held his good. breath a little bit. So in good. some That's cases, swim lessons. it is. You know, just getting them in there yeah. and, and comfortable with it. The concept of it is is a good thing. But uh, so I think we'll we'll look for a pool, even despite that. <laughs> Wherever good. we go, we'll look for a pool, but maybe make sure it's gated well, yeah. uh, and and hopefully we get to enjoy what we have left here before the next school year, which is just going to be uh, another doozy, I guess. Fucking Mad Max going back to school. You know, when you guys visit us, we'll, we'll do some swimming too. We have been swimming constantly That's this awesome. summer. That has been, a, you know, we go to the lake down the street. We go to the ocean down the street. We go, and in Florida, we were at pools the whole time. Yeah. Um, you know, Jude's been meeting up with friends at the racket club and going in those pools. It has been like a constant so fun. swimming summer for us. Yeah. And that has been great. And also terrifying because it's super dangerous. But, you know. I know. But it's okay. You, you learn to recognize. Go hand in hand. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where if you like have eyes on the kids they're fine right right Right. that's it so just keep them (laughs) keep the eyes on the kids keep the eyes on the kids it's great that you caught luke before he drowned yes it is good job (laughs) i do feel good about that i earned my my uh good dad award that day (laughs) you did you did yeah so stay safe everybody get some traveling in while you got time to do it yes please enjoy what you have now and uh we'll check in again in a few weeks at some point (laughs) in the future i hope (laughs) (laughs) talk then all right bye bye